0: Hey guys, it's Jay. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode of New Beauty with Jay Renee. Listen, if you are a new or aspiring nail technician, head on over to freenailclasses.com. And if it's not you, if you know someone or you know someone that knows someone, send them over to freenailclasses.com to take a free nail classes. Listen, it's easy to spend hundreds if not thousands of dollars on beauty classes, beauty courses, only to figure out that it's not for you. Wouldn't you feel a lot better if you were able to do that without spending that money? Head on over to freenailclasses.com and let's get started with today's episode of New Beauty with Jay Renee. Hey there, I'm Jay Renee. And welcome to New Beauty with Jay Renee. I'm part of a group of underground beauty professionals and entrepreneurs that you've probably never heard of. We're beauty rebels. We didn't take the traditional path in life but we understand that beauty professionals have some of the most powerful hands in the world, with the power to help people transform their lives every day. Yes, there are those that try to convince us that our industry is vain and it's superficial, but we prove them wrong every day because we have products and services that we know can change people's lives. We're pretty smart, so don't let our good looks fool you. Because we didn't take the traditional path in life, we have to do things differently. Because we're not weighed down by conventional thinking, we see things from a different perspective. Because of that, we can move differently. We recognize that the marketplace has changed and that we must do things smarter. How do we do this? It's not by asking for permission to do so, that's for sure. Sure, there are some that would like you to think that we aren't serious about business. But make no mistake, we're not here just to play dress-up. We're the creatives, the loud ones, we're the weirdos, The ones who don't listen. The ones that are proud to blaze our own path and leave the way open for our colleagues to follow. We're misfits. We're troublemakers and showstoppers. We're beauty rebels and don't forget, we're pretty smart. On this podcast, you'll find a mix of my trainings, marketing tips, and beauty business insider information. As well as interviews, chats, and my current thoughts. The beauty industry is changing and it's more exciting than ever. And I'm so happy to be a part of it. The people in it are some of the most creative and talented in the world. So, here you'll find great information on how to increase your profits and grow your business as a beauty industry professional. Have any questions? Would like to be featured? Looking for a speaker for your next event? Contact me through my website at jrene.com Please be sure to subscribe to this podcast, review it and rate it, and send me an email at any time to give me some feedback. So let's get started on today's episode.
1: Hello, and welcome to a very special episode of New Beauty with Jay Renee. Today, I have the pleasure of speaking with the CEO and founder of the Curls Empire, Ms. Mahisha Dellinger. Founded in 2002, Curls continues to be one of the best recognized natural hair care brands in North America. Curls offers over 40 natural hair care products made with certified organic ingredients for women, kids, and babies. The company has multi channel distribution, including retail. Curls products can be found nationwide in Target, Sally's Beauty Supply, Walmart, Rite Aid, CBS, Duane Reed, and more. It also has a strong presence with over 200 professional salon retailers and boutiques across the United States. Curls also has a strong international presence in Canada, Brazil, Africa, and the United Kingdom. So without further ado, Ms. Mahisha Dellinger, welcome to New Beauty with Jay Renee, and thank you again for taking the time to speak with me today. How are you? Very good. Thank you for having me. So you founded Curls in 2002, and you were on the forefront of the push and resurgence of the multicultural and black hair care movements. It's been 15 years. How do you feel about the diversity and the range of products in the beauty market today?
2: I can definitely say after 15 years of doing this, we've come a long way, baby. We've come a long way. When I was a customer looking for products for my hair 15 years ago and only had the option of drying gel for the mass market or Jerry juice, and then mm-hmm. we've come a long way. Now you have a lot of amazing natural hair brands in the space that are also bringing exciting new opportunities uh, to the forefront. So I think it's a great place to be. Um, and I think that we are definitely well diverse now. Finally.
1: Fantastic. And and I agree with you. And I know for myself, I could could remember 15 years ago, not even knowing what to do with my hair at all, besides braiding it up and putting a weave in it or putting a wig on it, because I didn't want to use any of the chemicals any longer that I used to use on my hair. But I had enough, I I really didn't know what to do. And I was a professional stylist. So it really shows... Yeah, how how far we've, we've come. So do you feel that the demand for better quality products and more inclusive products from the beauty industry by women of color um, and companies like yours have paved the way to where we are now with so many more companies offering healthier and more inclusive products?
2: I think we definitely paved the way because think about 15 years ago, Pantene wasn't thinking about us. They weren't checking for the brown girl next door.
1: Mm-hmm. They weren't.
2: Were doing. And the L'Oreal, I mean, they were not interested in this market because they didn't see it as a viable market. Once we hit the shelves, once we hit the space, once they saw what's going on over there, like Target created a whole destination for this multicultural black hair movement, and then every other retailer uh, followed suit after, they, the big wigs, decided, oh, well, perhaps we should look at this market. They didn't care before. So it's not authentic, but I definitely think it paved the way to make Our voice is heard, and it definitely paved the way to bring out the best and the best because
1: competition makes the best rise to the top. Absolutely. Wonderfully said. So what has been the hardest part about making Curls what it is today? Was it growing the product line, your initial formulations, distribution, or just getting started in general?
2: I think um, for a lot of ethnic and minority-owned businesses, capital can be a challenge. Um, it's a big challenge for um, us to gain capital. Despite the fact that I had exceptional personal credit,
0: mm-hmm. I could not
2: get a small business loan to save my life when I launched. Wow. So wow. I had to use my own money that I had and start small. I started small, organic, and grew over time. But that is the case that, that, that typically um, is a challenge for all of us. And then it's also making the mark from a small business to the million-dollar um, mark, multi-million-dollar mark, um, Oprah noticed um, that she may notice about the 300% increase in women, black-owned businesses with mm-hmm. only 4% making it to the million-dollar mark. Now, that's a huge wow discrepancy there that makes it huge, and and it makes us um, – there's opportunity for us to make it Definitely. Big, but there's also a um, hindrance for us, and the hindrance – can be about being having access to the ta- the quote unquote table, being there to have access to the to the capital needed, et cetera. The know how, um, mentors, all those things. So yeah, that was the beginning. That was the same I had the same challenge that every other
1: woman of color has to Do you feel that companies are looking differently at beauty industry businesses and they're more willing to provide capital these days? I haven't seen it, no. Um, but I can say this because um, after I, quote, unquote, made it,
2: I had an opportunity to get funding because I had a lot of money in the bank, right, so of course mm-hmm. give me a loan because they can easily see that they, if they need a loan or I don't do loans, better, but I had a line of credit, which I ha- highly recommend anyone that has a business get a line of credit. The line of credit mm-hmm. enables their money, to manufacture and not your own. And when you go to the – because manufacturing is the biggest cost of when you have a product-based company. So you manufacture, and then when you get your money back after you get paid, then you pay that line of credit down. You never use anyone else's money. You just awesome. – Money in line of credit in, line of credit out. Line of, line of credit in, line of credit out, and you leave your money situated over where it is. So I've always used a line of credit. But it took me a while before when I had a lot in the bank for them to go, okay, we'll give you line of credit now. And so then everyone, all the doors open, the floodgates open, everyone's calling you. But to get wow. there, it's like, it's like a lot of um, doubt, a lot of, hmm, can you afford this? Well,
1: yeah, so it's definitely going to be a challenge. Wow. So oh. you worked very hard um, making it to college from a troubled neighborhood in Sacramento, California, all the way to corporate America working for Intel. Were there any lessons that you can think of off the top of your head that you've learned in corporate America that has helped you to facilitate the building of your curls empire?
2: I learned what I took away from corporate America is the drive to work myself. Well, I learned a lot as well because I learned at Intel, which is the the most competitive corporate landscape that there that there is. I mean, they you are not ranked at Intel against yourself and the job requirements and your performance against the job requirements. Mm -hmm. They rank you and rate you against your peers. So your peers are excelling, doing exceptionally well, far above what they should be at that job level, which is typical with Intel. Then you're ranked Uh against them. So it's a constant crab in the barrel, trying to everyone reach to the top, and the best of the best of the best of the best, and someone always has to fail? Always. Not everyone can succeed. So given that Every there's ten percent that's gonna all every single review, ten percent will be dropped off and let go. Then there's wow. a constant to at the top. So that environment learned, taught me how to deal with competition mm-hmm. and how to deal with ease and how to do so without losing your mind.
1: <laughs> because gotcha. that's where I, and
2: I did that without I did that working for someone else. If I can do that working for someone else and obviously I can do that working for, and, and created my own
1: dreams. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because if you don't succeed, you know, you, you have, you know, you're the one that has to deal with things not working out or the failure. And it's the same thing. You're going to work your butt off because working for Intel, if you didn't, if you weren't in the top, then they're going to cut you off. <laughs> so like you yeah. said, if you can do that for another company, definitely do that for yourself. So, back in 2012, as you said, you, you used um, 2002. you used um, your money to start curls, um, being that technology right now and accessibility has made probably what I would think I'm not sure, but you, you can tell me, uh, but I would think some things easier than they were 15 years ago to get started um, as a product-based company. If you had to start over today and bootstrap, um, what would you do?.
2: Uh, if I had to start over? Yes. Okay. Well, I did have to bootstrap, and it was because, I mean, at $30,000, I, I had to start small. Yes. So that was considered a small budget because think of um, all the manufacturing costs to produce eight products, manufacturing, uh, and have inventory. There was a cost to um, what, website development, logo development, the legal piece. So that was to bootstrap. So, yeah. Um, I don't i don't know of anything else i could have done differently because i did start with a small budget um a lot of people may not be able to start with thirty thousand so what if you have ten thousand um or less you know it's like you do what's first what you have at the time so the product development will be the first place to start is to get your product developed um and 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 at the same time the image is important too so then maybe you work on getting an intern because your image and your website and your social media is important so why you maybe put that money on your product development, which is uber important because you're not going to keep buying a product that doesn't work. So your product development is teamed. Is um, and then maybe get an intern to help with the social media website stuff. Someone looking for experience and is passionate but has great a creative eye. And then they can do that for you as for experience. And that way you don't sacrifice that important item as well.
1: That's, that's awesome. And, and actually, a light bulb went, went off when, when you mentioned the product cost in your, in your your website and things like that, because I'm thinking 30000 I didn't even think of the web costs and those things 15 years ago, which nowadays, I mean, you can have a decent website, a great website put up $4,000 or so or $500, but back then, I can only imagine every single thing and every single graphic. I can imagine costing you hundreds, if not thousands of dollars. So that I just really, <laughs> with that question, a light bulb went off in my head. And when you mentioned the other things besides that manufacturing cost, that really, fifteen years ago, thirty thousand dollars with the product and the the the, the marketing side yeah. that that, like you right. said, is definitely definitely bootstrapping compared to today. So you have a fantastic book called Against All Odds from the Project to the Penthouse. What was the inspiration be, behind your book? Well, the inspiration was really, I,
2: well, for so many years, I was truly, truly embarrassed by where I came from. Mm-hmm. And um, I was embarrassed by it. I felt like, you know, gosh, you know, you can't, you were born and raised with him on the wrong side of the track. But I realized that, and all my experiences that are detailed transparently in the book, that most of don't even go through in a lifetime I went through before by the age of 15. So mm-hmm. my purpose was to help inspire. Um, encourage, uplift, motivate, and inspire a young black girl like myself that needs to know that it doesn't matter where you start, that does not have to be where you end. And I want to show that through all of my journeys and all of my my tests, my tests that there was a, an awesome testimony at the end of that journey and that if I can do it, so can you. And that's the motivation.
1: Well, I know that. I know that. I appreciate you, you sharing and I'm sure that you've touched and will continue to touch so many so many not only women but professionals and and just people in general but one thing I, I knew I think I know about beauty industry professionals is that it seems like so many of us have stories to tell about what drives us um, it's like we're a community of survivors and innovators and creators and we come from all walks of life, educational and financial backgrounds, and it doesn't matter where we come from. It's we have stories to tell, especially the the women. Um, and it's it's hard for us to be able to sometimes share and become vulnerable to help other people. Thank you for being vulnerable <laughs> enough to yeah. to to share. You know so much because when you look at someone who's You know, successful who built this empire, you know, you, you don't, black women especially, we don't have the luxury of being painted as being vulnerable. So yeah. so I, I I appreciate that, and, and, and I thank you. One question I, I really want to know, um, when you, what was your experience when you were first getting started, when you were transitioning um, from Intel, from Corporate America, to your own company? Did you face backlash from friends, family, um, even from the marketplace when you were just getting, um, starting this, your natural hair care brand?
2: Backlash from the, um, for, for launching my business?
1: hmm No, just in terms of
2: from my haters. Go ahead. Gotcha. (laughs) And Um, and and we all have the that that was supposed my friend. Like, oh, that's going to be so hard to do. Do you really think mm -hmm, you should do that? that. Of course I should. Of course. And the fact that you're saying I shouldn't, and and I did my due diligence. I didn't just just do it out of spite. But I did did my due diligence and saw that mm -hmm. there was um, a definite need. So I did what I was supposed to do. So no backlash, none at all. Um, that I've gotten from family, the support from quote unquote mm-hmm. little friends that were not supportive, but other than that, no, it's been a um, pretty good
1: ride. Fantastic. So, with with all the success that you've had, I'm sure it's a it's a blessing to be able to see something that you've created and and um, see it grow and to make a difference in the lives of so many people. What what's next for curls, or what's on your wish list or your vision board, if you have one? Yeah,
2: well, I do have a vision board for both my family and my, my, my business, a professional and personal vision board always, um, because I mean. you have to have both of your, 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 your path. And I have two paths, family and, 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 and um, finances. So um, what's coming up next? We actually have launched into um, the pharmaceutical-slash-vitamin world, and we launched new um, liquid hair growth vitamins that's launched early this year. And we have more Fantastic. coming into space. So we, instead of doing a pill or a capsule like everyone else, we mm-hmm. wanted liquid hair growth vitamins because liquids are clinically proven when, they have, when you have a vitamin to absorb in, up, into your bloodstream 98%. When you take a pill or a capsule, you're only absorbing 20%. So the pill or capsule you're taking to grow your hair, hair is only working 20% of the time. And so for that, we were like, yeah, we're going to bring a game changer to the market, and we have done that, and it's doing phenomenally well. And so that is a, the first product in our, um, in our in that whole category of pharmaceuticals. So that's where we're branching off into, and and then adding more collections and more products to the pearls um, main family.
1: Fantastic! That that I'm so excited to hear that you guys have branched in, into that market because I. I consider myself to be a kind of a big health nut and, and I do um, the the vitamins and even some of the herbal, other herbal supplements that I take, are, they're always in liquid form. For me, it's been because yeah. I, you know, like some right. people it's just tough, you know, pills when, you, when you're taking a bunch of them, it's just not feasible. So I could, you know, take a liquid form and put it in my smoothies or put it in my juice and it's just, I can even sneak yeah, it into exactly. my daughter. She doesn't even know that she's getting her vitamins in her, in her juice and her smoothie. So it's, that's incredible. And I look forward to just, that market exploding for you guys and and I will definitely be supporting um, as always okay. so do you have any advice um, for any aspiring beauty business owners and entrepreneurs? I would say definitely number one
2: one uh, number one item I would say is do your due diligence um, make sure that the business that you want to um, open is going to be a sustainable business no one wants to go in in business and lose your shirt. Because 80% fail by year five anyway, so make sure that you do everything you can and make sure you're not part of that 80%. You want to be a part of that 20%. And how do you prepare for that? Well, first and foremost, I suggest definitely getting a mentor, someone in your industry that has done this before that can help you. And one thing I have, I did not have a mentor growing up. It's hard when you don't know. When everyone around you is struggling, how do you find a mentor, right? Right, absolutely. Because of my access. Can have mentors up across the board easily. I can grasp people from them, and and my daughter wants to be a fashion designer. Oh, connect her with someone I know. You know, it's just easier for them. Mm-hmm. I didn't have That's that. right. So when you don't have it, so how do you go get a mentor? Well, I I suggest going to where I went. I went, and I've always recommended Score, for like Score Goals and um, Score. Mm-hmm. score. Mm-hmm. Have you heard of Score? It's an amazing. I have, score. I have. They're partner with the Small Business Administration, correct? Absolutely, and a lot of people haven't heard about them, but I. Or if they have, maybe they haven't utilized their services, but they connect you. I know you know, but I want to say it to the audience. If Absolutely. If with mentors in your industry for free, and you get connected and partner with someone to help you. So I was able to get someone to help me source my bottles to get a better pricing, to help me find a label company, to help me find a manufacturer. All these things, when you start off, I was able to get help with without um, knowing this information, I was just handed this person, and, and he turned out to be a great mentor. But they also, more importantly, offer you free classes every single week in their free classes and evenings. And I came from a marketing background that was my major in college, but a lot of people didn't. So well, how do you write a business plan? How do you write a marketing plan? That's right. They give you those classes for free and get you on the road to success in your business. So I cannot say enough about SCORE, and I always suggest um, anyone I know go to SCORE to get assistance.
1: Fantastic. And for everyone listening, you can contact SCORE. You can actually reach them through the Small Business Administration. The website is sba.gov, and you can also uh, ch- find them on the web at score, scor org. And that, that's fantastic because, like you said, having someone, you know, to show you, you know, what you're supposed to do or to give you advice or to be objective. Um, it, it's crucial for me to be able to be a witness to see the growth of Curls um, and to see you not only growing this brand but being an example to um, just to women and just the people and business owners, just being a, an exemplary um, role model. I just thank you for just everything that you've been doing um since, you know, 2002 with Curls. And I thank girl. you for thank sharing you. your story with us today. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Well, you enjoy the rest of your day and I wish you all the best.
0: Thank you. Have a great weekend. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode of New Beauty with Jay Renee. If you have any questions or would like clarity on anything you heard today, please feel free to send me an email at jjaye at jrenee.com. I will be more than happy to answer any and all of your questions. You can stay up to date with what's going on in my world by heading over to my website at jrenee.com. And fellow beauty rebels, you can follow me on Instagram at beautyindustryj, that's j-a-y-e. If you would like more information on how to hang with fellow beauty rebels, Send me a direct message or private message on Instagram. Oh yeah, don't forget, you can get a free copy of my book, The Six Figure Stylist, Secrets to Exploding Your Beauty Industry Business and Creating Success by Design by going to thesixfigurestylist.com. That's the six figure stylist with the six, the number six. Join me next time. And remember, you and your clients are just one hand away from what you want. I'll talk to you next time.